Please listen carefully. Hello and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I am Santiago Montalvo. And I am John Haley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, John, how's it going? Hey, Santiago, I'm doing well. How about you? Pretty good. Hey, you know, so I live in an HOA and uh, I've been thinking about renting, perhaps. You know, is there something I should know? Uh, well, funny you should ask that. It's not like we just uh, put that up there for our, our uh, casual intro, um, but there are some things you should know, and we'll talk about them right now. Yeah, so we're going to talk about what it entails to rent in a community that is subject to either the Property Owners Association Act or the Virginia Condominium Act. Um, if for some reason this is very interesting to you and you want to go read the regulations after this, uh, good luck. Uh, the specific one for the POA Act is Code Section 55.1-1806, Rental of Lots. For a COA, for condos, it's 55.1-1973, Rental of Units. Both of the provisions are pretty similar to each other. Now, this is a dry topic, but you know, let's start with what the association can do. An association under the POA may require the lot owners to provide the association with first the names and contact information of and vehicle information for the tenants and authorized occupants under such lease. And second, the name and contact information of any authorized agent of the lot owner. The association may also require the lot owner to provide the association with the tenant's acknowledgement of and consent to any rules and regulations of the association. So the COA has the same provisions as the POA, with the addition that they may require the name and contact information of the owner's authorized agent. Both association acts have seven provisions, which limit the association's power over leases. The biggest caveat is that if the declaration or instruments expressly gives the association the authorization over those seven prohibitions, in that case, unless prohibited by law, they can do those seven things. If the declaration or instruments are silent to this, then the association does not have the authority to do any of the seven items. The first is condition or prohibit the rental to a tenant of a lot or unit by the owner or make an assessment or impose a charge except as provided in the statute regarding assessments. The second is the association cannot charge a rental fee, application fee, or other processing fee of any kind in excess of $50 during the term of any lease. The third is the association cannot charge an annual or monthly rental fee or any other fee not expressly authorized by the statute. The POA and the COA both reference the specific statutes on association charges allowable. The fourth is they cannot require the owner to use a lease or an addendum to the lease prepared by the association. If the declaration or instruments do allow this, please contact an attorney to review the lease and addendums to explain to your client what the implications are. The fifth is the association cannot charge any deposit from the owner or the tenant of the owner. The sixth is the association does not have the authority to evict a tenant of any owner or to require any owner to execute a power of attorney authorizing the association to evict such tenant. Lastly, the association cannot refuse to recognize a person designated by the owner as the owner's authorized representative under the statutory provisions of designation of authorized representative. However, the requirements in the act must be met as well as 
in the declaration or instruments before any representative may exercise a vote on behalf of the owner as a proxy. Another big caveat is that these prohibitions do not apply when the association is the owner of the unit or lot. So what does this all mean? Well, if the declaration or instruments do not expressly give the association the authorization over any of these seven items, then they cannot ask for them. Now, hopefully you have listened to our podcast on POA, COA, FAQs. If you haven't, please listen to it. Why? Because you and your client need to take a very close look at either the declaration or the instruments to see if the association has the power over any of these seven items. If they do, unless, again, prohibited by another law, then they have the authority to oppose them on you. For example, if the association has the authority and demands that you use their lease, you must use their lease. Of course, this is not to stray you from buying in an association. However, if your client is looking to buy a property subject to an association for the purpose of renting, then they need to make sure that they know what the association is allowed or not allowed to do. Also, this is not something just for agents representing investors. It applies to property managers as well, and really anyone looking to rent an association. A prospective client wants you to rent one of their properties and is subject to an association, you need to be informed as to what the association can do. Now, before you think about assisting someone renting out, buying a property to rent, or managing a property for rent in an association, you need to read the declaration or the instruments. Stay informed. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the Law and Ethics section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2023. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license. <laughs>